Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. The Power of the P, the Principal P's to Productive, Prosperous, and Purposeful Living by Tracy D. Armstrong. This principal P is the power of proclamation. Now, the power of your proclamation means to make a clear declaration of something, especially one dealing with great importance. You would be amazed how powerful your words are to your productivity, your prosperity, and your purposeful living. Your words are so powerful that you can bring life or death to your situations. Words will either encourage your progress or discourage you from moving forward towards your dreams. Words that you speak about your life will make a difference in your self-motivation or self-destruction. The words that you put in the atmosphere on a daily basis set the framework for your life. If you wake up every morning and make a declaration that you will have a productive day, your brain starts to get in alignment with your words. 
So even when your day starts to derail, because it will, it might, you know, your brain brings back the remembrance of what you said that morning, that your day will be productive. Now, in contrast, when you wake up and the first words you proclaim are that your day is going to suck, chances are your day will suck. You will be looking for something to go wrong throughout the day. And when it goes well, you'll be looking for a problem to occur. This is because your brain is looking for the words that you spoke. This is the reason why meditation in the morning is very important. When you meditate and speak positive affirmations over your life, you bring into your life the energy that will help your day be positive. This is also in correlation to the law of attraction. Your words send out vibrations and sounds, and these vibrations will create your reality that surrounds you. Remember, words are creators. The creators of your universe, your life, and your reality. Without your words, your thoughts can never become a reality. So what can you learn from this? If your words and your thoughts are the very tools with which you create your reality, then surely they are our most powerful tools yet. Surely, you should only proclaim the very best words in order to create your very best reality. It is your proclamation of your desires for your life that show a bold affirmation of your thoughts. Because remember, what you think is what you are, and what you think you are is what you become. Hmm. Just something to think about. Now, many of you may have heard the phrase to choose your words wisely. And this is very true because the power that is attached to the outcome of those words in your life is important. Some words have the power to inspire you to live life differently, to ignite a flame in your spirit, to go after what you want and to influence your heart and minds to make a change in your life. These words have the power to uplift you, encourage you, and motivate you to live a better life, like the words, I can, I will, and I must. I got this, I'm determined. Just like there are positive words, there are also negative words that can cause you to hesitate turn back or to never try. Think about it. Anytime you speak, what do you say? Are you speaking positivity or are you speaking negativity? Hmm. I remember when I started changing my proclamations, I didn't just change it within myself with all of my teens in my class and with my family. I took the word can't out of my vocabulary. I refused to allow them to use the word in the gym, in the class or in the house. Whenever I had a new athlete enter the gym, one of the first rules taught by myself and the other athletes was to never say the word can't. If they said this, 
during practice or lessons, the other athletes already knew what was going to happen. They had to do five push-ups every time they said it. It was my way of training their brains and their words. In order to prepare for competition, every athlete had to have a positive mindset. So when doing new routines, new stunts, and new tumbling, it took everyone being on the same page, believing that they could because of the intricate transitions. If one of my athletes would say what they can't do, the team would fall apart. And I explained to them how their words for what they could do were very powerful. And if they wanted to advance to a higher level, they would have to push past what they couldn't do at that moment and at that time and understand that with time, energy, and effort that they would be able to do what they once could not do. Remember that. You may not be able to do it right now, it may be something that you're struggling with or you're just learning. But with time, energy, and effort, you can do what you once thought you could not do. And the word can't is an automatic declaration that you won't ever be able to reach the goals that you set for yourself. So stop using the word can't. Even in class, my students learn quickly. When I would teach new lessons, and of course, anything that you learn that is new to you will be challenging to begin with. This is what I explained. And I had several students that would say, you know, can't do it because it was too hard. So they would not even try. Their actions lined up with their words. Because when you say you can't, your brain says, okay, I guess we can. So why even try? Those students that declared what they couldn't do would have to write 10 times that they could do whatever it was that they said they couldn't do. In doing this, they are now removing the negative statements and replacing them with repetitive positive statements. So it would look like I can read, I can write, I can pass this test. And with my family, I know I would get on their nerves. I would correct their words whenever they would talk about what they couldn't do, or especially if they said something about what I could not do. This came when I would always talk about what I was going to do in my life, especially when I set new goals that no one could see. How would I possibly accomplish them? I would always tell them I can do whatever I put my mind to, which is true. And anytime I would speak of a new goal and actually go after it with all my energy, then the universe would reciprocate and reward me with my efforts. I would speak the same over their lives, but some would still speak negative words into their situations. And hey, I can't override what they speak for themselves. And when this would happen, it would remind me of how powerful the words you proclaim for yourself are. Now, let me help you live a more productive, prosperous, and purposeful life with your words. These are a few ways to guide you in your efforts to proclaim life over your life. Using the words, I am. Because I need you to realize that I am lives within you, and you are the I am. I'm just saying. 
Now, these are two very powerful words that will affirm you and who you are. It will affirm your dreams, your visions, and your goals with the words, I am. Think about it. When you say, I am ugly, I am fat, I am dumb, I am lazy, I am no good, I am not worthy, I am not filled with the fill in the blanks. These two words are pretty small, but they are very mighty. The way you fill in the blank after the I am will determine how you view yourself and how others will view you. Remember, your words are creating your reality. Therefore, even if there is no truth in what you say, the truth is being created because it is what you believe. <laughs> Let me say that again. Your truth is being created by what you believe. When people fill in the blanks with, I am beautiful, they start to believe it. I am smart. They start to act like it. I am confident. I am productive. I am prosperous. I am purposeful. You will begin to operate in more confidence in your life but you must be consistent with those words. They will saturate your spirit and your life will begin to change. You define your reality with the words of your lips. And let me say that again. You must be consistent with those words because you can't come in one day and say, I am beautiful, I am smart. And then the next day you don't look like you wanna look and you say you're ugly and you're dumb. You are literally canceling out the fact that you just said you were beautiful and smart the day before. So be consistent in the words that you speak when you want to create a certain reality for yourself. That was the first thing, using the words I am. Second, controlling your complaining with your words. Now, how often do you complain on a daily basis? Take the time to think about how frequently a complaint comes out of your mouth. Let's think about some that most people have in common. Do you complain about your work, your job, or your career? Oh, this job get on my nerves. Oh, these people get on my nerves. Oh, I can't wait to get off. Man, I don't even want to go to work today. Every time I go to work, I mean, think about it. How many times do you complain about it? Do you complain about your children? Oh, my kids working my last nerves. Oh, these kids always doing something. Do you complain about your parents or your spouse? Your husband just can't do right. My wife don't want to listen. I mean, I'm just throwing out different complaints that I've heard. Do you complain about your finances? Uh, one, one thing that I hear people say is uh, can't make ends meet or, or you know, my, my finances are lacking. Or I can't ever get ahead. Every time I try to get ahead, something happens to put me behind. Do you complain about other people and how they do what they do? 
do you complain about your looks, your hair, your body? I know, I know I'm guilty of sometimes complaining about my body. But for me, when I complain about it, I turn around and I do something about it. I don't just complain without putting actions into work. And then do you complain about your life? Maybe your life doesn't fit into any of these complaints. It could be something as simple as complaining about the traffic, complaining about the lines in a store, or complaining about how some foods taste. There is a difference between making something known or bringing an issue to light and complaining. Because that doesn't mean you should not express a concern, but it is all in how we do it. Because some people can look at expressing a concern as complaining, but if these complaints may be valid in order to make something right, these are not complaints I am speaking of. Sometimes you have to speak up and present a complaint to others. I wouldn't even call it a complaint. I would call it a concern. Like if you are just in traffic and you're just complaining about the traffic, you're complaining. But if you're saying, I have a concern about this traffic, no, there's a difference. I'm talking about a concern being a complaint that is to help someone or something in change. I'm talking to those that find something to complain about every day, and those are the words that are consistently coming out of your mouth. When you complain, what do you complain about? What are you complaining for? If you do nothing, then you are putting negative energy in the universe for no reason but to release your feelings about a situation. Complaining can become so common in your life that you don't even realize how much you actually do it. This type of complaining can lead to a destructive lifestyle because if you complain about everything, then what progress is being made? It is difficult to make progressive strides towards a goal if you are so focused on all the things that go wrong during the process. Usually when people are striving towards a purpose, those that consistently complain about the process, they stop, they turn back because of the difficulties that come along with the process. Now, on the other hand, those that come against challenges and don't stay focused on the complaint, instead, they change the way they speak about the challenge and they keep moving forward. Now, I remember as an educator during COVID, we had to teach through an online platform and I did not have the technical skills at that moment to effectively teach virtually. I complained every single day when I woke up. I complained on my way to school. I complained when I stepped foot in the classroom. I complained to every teacher that would listen. I complained when I got home. It wasn't until my daughter said to me, Mama, what happened to being that positive person you used to be? <laughs> my complaining had become toxic. I was finding something to complain about every day. 
every change they made, even if it was supposed to benefit us. I didn't see the benefit, but I didn't even try to see the benefit. I would not take the time out to accept the changes because my complaining was louder than anything they could say. My technical skills were not improving because my complaining got in the way of my learning. Ugh. Now that I'm thinking back on it, I'm like, oh my gosh, Tracy, you really did complain. They were trying to teach me how to teach more effectively virtually, but I wasn't listening. I became that negative energy that filled the hallways. My complaining affected others because who really wants to be around someone that is always complaining about something? I know I didn't, but I had become that person. I wasn't doing anything to try to make the changes better. I wasn't even trying to think of ways to make it better. When she said that to me, I had to self-reflect on what I was doing in my life. I was self-destroying everything from work to my students, to my family, with the words that I would proclaim. I had to ask myself, why am I complaining so much? I didn't like it and it was a challenge for me. But what can I do to change the situation instead of complaining about it? There was nothing because it was the way the world was changing. The last question was, do you like the energy you're putting off? No, I didn't. So I changed my words. Now you must take the time to self-reflect on the words that come out of your mouth. Becoming more self-aware is the first step to realizing how to control your complaints. When you proclaim the desires for your life, then your thoughts, your words, and your actions will work together to bring those desires into manifestation. Remember, when you proclaim, everyone will not support you in your endeavors. However, this is when you cannot let the power of other people's words cause you to doubt yourself. When you start speaking about what you can do and what you will do, some people will question your methods of how you will reach these goals, why you need or want those goals, and they will only show you the downfalls of going after those goals. You must speak against these oppositions by using words like, mm, I don't receive that, mm, not me. So be cautious of who you proclaim your goals to. You will have some people that will support you and be in agreement with their words for your life. But please know that when you make the proclamation, you must be bold in your beliefs of receiving. Because if you are not courageous in what you are proclaiming, it makes it difficult for others to support and to be in agreement with you. If you're waffling or unsure, it would be better to not speak it because it will not be spoken with boldness. And let me just break that down really quickly. When you speak or you proclaim something that you really desire, you have to believe that you can receive it. 
Because if you don't believe that you can receive it, when you are looking for those powerful partners to get an agreement with you on achieving it, they're going to be hesitant to get an agreement if you don't even believe that you can receive it. Why would you agree with somebody that's unsure? Think about it. So do remember when I was transitioning into professional speaking, and I would say in my intro that I was an educator, coach, and business owner. I would proclaim these careers boldly because I had confidence that those were what I was because I had already achieved being an educator, a coach, and a business owner. But when it came to me proclaiming being a motivational speaker, I would not be bold when the words came out to tell people that I was this also. It wasn't until one of my speaking consultants said after a keynote, I remember Miss Susan told me, you're not transitioning into a speaker. You are a speaker already. So start speaking that with boldness. And after I heard those words, my words changed. I boldly proclaimed that I am a professional speaker. I am an educator. I am a coach. But now I could say it with more powerful, more power, because I actually believed it. Remember, your proclamations are powerful. So proclaim the words that will create the productive, prosperous, and purposeful life that you desire to live.